bell. Stand by all stations. Attention, all districts. A five-alarm fire. Five bells move in immediately. That's it. Let's roll. Let's go. The true-to-life story of our unsung heroes who stand ready to ride by day or night against our most murderous enemy, the demon of fire. In just a moment, we'll join Chief Cody and Jimmy Collins in the antique shop of Lucius P. Darby, where they have made a startling discovery. Going there in an effort to intercept Mr. Darby before he left for the weekend... They found the shop dark, and the old antique dealer apparently gone. But just at the last moment, Jimmy discovered Mr. Darby's dog inside the locked shop. And upon breaking in, they discover to their horror that Mr. Darby has accidentally locked himself inside the vault. Well, we'll join the chief and Jimmy for the thrilling climax to this adventure right after this interesting message. Let's go to Lucius P. Darby's antique shop, where Chief Cody and Jimmy have gone to try to find evidence that will prove what they are already pretty sure of, that Mr. Darby stole the valuable jade snuff box, hid it on a fire truck, and then turned in a false alarm and had the fire department innocently deliver the stolen article to him. Breaking in after seeing Mr. Darby's dog in the locked-up antique shop, the Chief and Jimmy have made a startling discovery, a discovery they're led to by the strange actions of the dog. Something's worrying that dog, Chief. Look, he keeps running over to the back of the room. Yeah, he is agitated about something, all right. Keeps scratching at the vault here. Funny there's no sign of Mr. Darby. I wonder what... Uh, wait a minute. Did you hear that? What is it, Chief? A tapping. And it's coming from inside the vault. Hey, do you suppose... Somebody's locked inside, Jimmy. It could only be Mr. Darby. Gee, can we unlock it? He'll suffocate in there. I'll, uh, I'll try the handle... Oh, it's locked solid. Uh-oh. What is it, Chief? A time lock. And she's set for 9 o'clock a.m. three days from now. Three days? He'll die before then. He will if we don't get him out of there. Even a crook and a firebug like him doesn't deserve to die like this. But how are we going to get the vault open? It's a foot thick. Look at this door. Yeah, I know. It'll be a job, all right. A job for the rescue company. Oh, Jimmy. Yes, Chief? I'll go to the phone and call headquarters. Tell them to send rescue right away. Well, sure, Chief. And Jimmy. Yeah? Tell them to load in extra acetylene torch equipment. This is going to be a tough cutting job. You mean you're going to try to cut a hole through the door with the... Well, that's the only way. If we're to save old Darby's life. And get a move on, son. Time is mighty important. With the fate of the man the Chief and Jimmy believed to be a thief and a firebug hanging in the balance, Jimmy goes to the phone and calls headquarters for the rescue company the company to which his brother Tim is attached. Rushing into the back room of the little antique shop, Jimmy then finds the chief kneeling before the locked vault. Rescue's on the way, Chief. Now quiet, Jimmy. I'm trying to get Darby to answer my tapping. Can you still hear him? No. No, that's what worries me. He answered for a while and then suddenly stopped. Oh, gee, maybe that means he... Well, there can't be much air in there. 
When it's all used up. Oh, gosh, poor Mr. Darby. Even though he did steal the snuff box, I... I hate to see him die like this. Yeah. Chief, isn't there anything we can do? Nothing except cut through that door as soon as possible. And just hope that we're... We're not too late. Oh, here, let me tap on the door, Chief. Maybe he's still conscious. Sure, son. But I'm afraid he's done for. Mr. Darby! Mr. Darby! There's no use calling, Jimmy. Those walls are so thick he couldn't hear you. Oh, I guess not. What a strange quirk of fate this is. Lucius Darby has spent his life laying up treasures by any means he could. Cheating, sharp dealing, stealing even. And now he's locked in with his treasure. And all the money in the world won't buy him the thing he needs most. A little air. Oh, what a terrible way to die. Mr. Darby! Chief, he's answering. You're right, Jimmy, he is. Sounds pretty weak. He must be just barely conscious. Say, here comes the rescue company. Maybe we can save him yet. Well, I'll go out and hail him in. We gotta work fast. Hello, Chief. What's up? Oh, hello, Tim. We got a tough cutting job in our hands. Old man locked in a vault. Uh, Lucius P. Darby? Yeah. I've heard all about him and the stolen snuff box and the false alarm. So now he's trapped in his own vault, huh? Yep, and likely to suffocate to death if we don't act fast. Get the cutting torch set up in front of the vault. Yes, sir, right away. Mushnowski's setting up now. Have you got plenty of cylinders of gas? This may take a lot of burning. Yes, sir, brought some extras as you ordered, Chief. Uh, good. Well, come on in and I'll, I'll show you how I think we'll tackle it. Yes, sir. Oh, hello, Mushnowski. Everything all set? Already, Chief. Ah, uh, hi, Jimmy. Hi, Tim. Sure glad you got here. If you work fast, we may still be able to save him. Well, we'll do our best. Light your torch, Tim. Yes, sir. Go to work on the lock. It'll take us a week to cut through the door itself, but if we can burn out the lock, I think we can crack her. All right, sir. All right, give me a light, Mush. There you are, Tim. What? Yep. Yeah. And hurry, Tim. I don't think Mr. Darby can last much longer. Quickly, Tim, Mushnowski, and their rescue buddies go to work, using all the skill and knowledge they possess, skill and knowledge that may now save the life of a man. It's an hour later, and they're still at it. The perspiration is straining from their hands and face as they apply their white-hot torches to the vault lock. How are you coming, Tim? Cut through yet? Well, pretty near, Chief. Yeah, when we burn out this... Mechanism, I think the bolt will drop back and we can open it. Good, good. I only hope it's not too late. Yes, sir. Uh, give me a little more gas, Mush. Thanks, getting low, Tim. Do I switch it? No, 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 don't need but a little more. Yeah, just turn her up. Right. Those torches sure throw the heat. Yes, sir. Stand by with that extinguisher, Mr. Hutchie. You want a fire to add to our troubles? Yeah. That does it. Yes, sir. A bolt dropped right out. Good work, Tim. Now we'll see if Mr. Darby is alive or dead. Yes, sir. Clear away your gear, boys, and then stand back. Huh? All cleared away, Chief. Okay. Now that handle's red hot. Better use your asbestos mitten. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got him, Chief. All right. Swing her open now. Yes, sir. There he is, all right. Mr. Darby. Yeah. Stretched out on the floor. 
Get the, get it, get the inlator. Say, he's moving. Mr. Darby, Mr. Darby, are you all right? Oh, never mind, Miss Nasty, he's coming too. Uh, hello, Jimmy. Chief Cody, I, I guess I owe you an apology. You owe us more than that, Darby. You owe your life. If Jimmy hadn't discovered your dog... Yes. Little fellow brushed against the board that was holding the door open. That's how I happened to get locked in. I, I'm deeply grateful for what you've done, gentlemen. Well, that's all in the line of duty, Darby. And now that we've saved you, there's the little matter of the snuff box. Yes. After what's happened, I, I feel I must tell you the truth. I did take the snuff box. I couldn't help myself. It was such a beauty. It's, it's here in the vault. Good. And the false alarm? Yes, that too. I turned it in after hiding the box on the fire truck. Just as you said, Jimmy. Well, Mr. Darby, I guess you realize this is a case for the police. Yes, I'm ready. I'm, I'm just so grateful to be out of that horrible vault. It's like... By coming back from the grave. Uh, take him to police headquarters, Tim. Right, Chief. And you, Jimmy, you better be getting home. Mother Collins will be worried. Oh, she'll be glad to learn we found the snuff box. Now we can get it back to Mrs. Wilcox. Good, but uh, you can take care of that tomorrow. Right now, I think we could all use a little sleep. Well, thanks to the rescue company and the alertness of Jimmy, Lucius P. Darby lives, a sadder and wiser man who's ready now to pay for his crimes. The Jade Snuffbox, which started this long chain of adventure, goes back to Mrs. Wilcox, who seriously needs the money it will bring. Now, there'll be another thrilling adventure involving Jimmy, Tim, and Chief Cody, Adventure with Mystery, as the Chief tackles the baffling problem of a series of mysterious fires in the next true-to-life episode of The Firefighters. In just a moment, Chief Bob Cody will tell you, boys and girls, how you can help the firefighters in your own town. But first, here's an important message. And now, Chief Bob Cody with a special notice for the Firefighters Brigade. Chief Cody. Hello, boys and girls. Today's story involving an acetylene torch reminds me to remind you about a very important precaution to take when using an open flame of any kind. Now, most homes have a blowtorch or soldering iron torch in the workshop. Be sure when you or your father are using tools of this sort to keep them away from inflammable materials. And as a further safeguard, it's a mighty good idea to have a hand extinguisher close by, ready to use in case something does catch fire. For remember, what burns never returns. Well, that's all for now. Till I drop in again... So long. Fire Chief Cody and the young rookie fireman Tim Collins will be back on the same station the next time you hear... That's it. Let's roll! Fighters is a copyrighted feature of William F. Holland Productions.